Welcome to the Fatherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Jamar Hudson, and you're in the fatherhood. As a new member of the hood, my goal is to use this podcast as a platform to talk about my journey as a new father. Part therapeutic, part informative, part educational. My goal is to talk about everything, from adjusting to getting no sleep, to changing diapers, to just hoping I get everything right. This podcast will be a space to share with you the joys, challenges, and fears of being a first-time father. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fatherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Jamar Hudson, and as always, welcome. So like many of you, I made a list of goals that I wanted to accomplish in 2021 and some new things I wanted to try. You know, part of that included this podcast and looking at how I could come up with different types of discussions and different angles of conversations that will still be beneficial to you all, the listeners. And as Emory grows, I want this podcast to do the same. A few weeks ago, I was introduced to a young lady who hosts a podcast with her dad, and it really was an eye-opener to me because I hadn't heard a show uh, that tackled parenting from that angle. So I thought, you know, even though she's not a parent herself, you know, I think this could be a neat conversation to have to examine fatherhood through the lens of a daughter. So today, I'm excited to have Brittany Gwynn, host of the Girl Talk with Pops podcast, join me for a great conversation. You're listening to the Fatherhood Podcast. Okay, so we're back. <laughs> awesome. So as I was saying, you know, you, this is the first non-father, um, non-parent I have I've had on the Fatherhood Podcast. And usually, you know, when I start off the episodes, I ask, you know, all my guests, you know, what does fatherhood mean to you? So we're going to skip that today and just jump right in into the podcast. Okay. And just, Britton, just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, first, Jamar, thank you. Uh, I appreciate being the first non-parent you've had on the podcast uh, it means a lot. <laughs> um, so I am from Detroit. Um, I graduated from Howard University um, and I started my career in Silicon Valley and I, I work as a product manager in at a tech company in New York now. Well, you know, first of all, I'm not going to hold that against you going to Howard, <laughs> me being a Hampton alum, <laughs> but I'm glad to have you, Brittany, and I'm looking forward to our great conversation. So tell us a little bit about your about your family, Brittany. Yeah, for sure. So I, um, I guess I'll start by sharing more about my, my parents. My parents had me pretty young at mm-hmm. 18 and 19. Um, so they were kids, you know, the, you're, you're very young, very, uh, still learning yourself at that, at that point. But they both come from a pretty big family of five plus or four plus siblings. So I have a ton of cousins. So I grew up with a lot of cousins and, and I pretty much grew up the only child uh, with my mother because she had my sister when I was like 16. Mm. Um, and my parents never were never married. Okay. And they um, I had a relationship with my father, but I lived with my mother and her long time, long time partner. Um, and then I have a so I have two sisters, one on my mom's side and one on my dad's side. Um, and they are eight and 16 years uh, younger than me. Awesome, awesome. And for the first purpose of the podcast, for those listening, you know, I came across Brittany's podcast. She has a great show, so I want you guys to check that out. It's called Girl Talk with Pops. And it's a really interesting concept in that she has very open discussions with her with her dad about various topics. And it really caught my eye. I said, hmm, that's a very, you know, interesting way to have these discussions with your dad. And it's something that we don't really see 
that often in the, in the digital space. So, Brittany, tell our listeners a little bit about your podcast, how it came to be, and what you guys try to discuss on, on your show. Yeah, so you hit the nail on the head. You don't hear these conversations between an adult um, woman and her father talking about relationships and love and what he learned and what I learned and dating and relationships. Um, so like you said, it's called Girl Talk with Pops. And we really just dig into the complicated dynamics between men and women from the unique perspective of father and daughter. And we talk about the other, the everyday struggles of dating and relationships, love and life. Um, with the ultimate goal of wanting to elevate the conversations women have with their fathers or father figures by sharing our own intimate um, conversations with others. And it was actually a sort of uh, trifecta event that brought this idea to life. Um, my dad once said, we should start a podcast. And I was like, mm, okay, sure. <laughs> and I did not think about it at all after that. Because he didn't say what we should talk about. And I was just like, okay, sure. And then I was a guest on another podcast. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Um, and then uh, those were like two months apart. And then maybe a, a month later, um, my boyfriend uh, was basically, I told him something that my dad said. And he was like, wow, you talked to your dad about that? And I was like, yes. And then it all clicked. It all came together. I realized that my conversations with my dad are pretty unique. Um, and then in talking to my friends more, I realized that they don't talk to their fathers about anything. Yeah. They talk to their fathers about the weather and like high level job stuff and maybe family stuff, but they don't talk to them about their intimate lives, like struggles with men or thoughts about self or anything like that. And uh, I put it all together. Yeah, that, that's interesting. That's actually, let's let's stay right there, Brittany. How did that relationship evolve? Has it always been that way where you feel as though you can talk to your dad about anything or did that come later on uh, as you grew up? I think it was always there, but I started to really take advantage of it and leverage it in college. Um, I think that because my father didn't live in my house, uh, it, it was still like we talked, but it wasn't like deep. Mm. Like in high school, it wasn't that deep. I, I think he definitely opened himself up and, you know, made himself available to talk about guys or whatever. But in college, I just realized that I was a little over my head. Yeah. And I remember asking him about multiple situations because I was just like, wow, yeah, are men like this? So was there a moment that you said, huh, let me reach out to my dad or a moment that, that he said something that a light bulb went off? Like, oh, this is something I should pursue. It was it was just like the experiences, like yeah. dating in college. I was like, I literally don't know what to do. Yeah. And I don't think anybody around me knows what to do either. And then just having that, a relationship with my dad, I just started talking to him and opening up and being like, can you help me think about this? Did his responses surprise you at all? No. Okay. They never respond. I think they never surprised me because he's always been open and honest. Um, and I, I knew that I could go to him for that honesty, for that rawness. And um, yeah, just to get a better idea and understanding 
uh, I don't know if I always listened, but it was nice to have like somebody who loves me tell me the truth about like how guys think. So, so in your opinion, you obviously have a great relationship with with your dad. Um, it shows in, in what you're saying to me, as well as you know, in, in the conversations you have on your podcast. So, in your opinion, what makes a good father daughter relationship? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I, I think that there are multiple uh, factors and, and inputs, um, and I, I think it's important to start with the fact that, like, as a parent, and I'm not a parent, but I talk to my dad, obviously, and I talk to my mom, and I've talked to therapists about this type of thing before. Um, it takes a parent to be aware of themselves. And to be aware of their child. And I think that when a healed and uh, loving, healthy person has a kid, it's easier to provide support and empathy and be curious about their child. And I think support, empathy, curiosity are all things that are important to have a good relationship with a father or mother. Um, I think it's hard to have a good relationship with uh, your child when you have self-doubt and you have unhealed uh, triggers and you're still, you know, facing things uh, in yourself that might manifest in a relationship with your child. Um, but yeah, I would say love, support, uh, empathy, transparency, right. um, vulnerability, all of those things. You, you mentioned um, when we were introducing you earlier that your dad did not live with you and your your mom growing up. Were you did you feel that you were missing anything um, not having him in the house with you? No, um, I have a. I mean, my mom was with our partner for all of my life, mm -hmm. all of I can all the time I remember since I was like three. Right. So I had a father figure in the house, okay. which was also really helpful. Um, but even that relationship is different. And, uh, yeah, I think it was, it was important. Well, it was helpful to have that male figure in the house. Um, but I don't think that, uh, my dad living out that outside of the house was necessarily like a negative. It, it was just, yeah, it was just normal for me. Yeah. But, but that's not the case. I mean, as you know, that's not the case for everyone, particularly, yeah. specifically for, uh, black women, um, you have a lot of absent fathers in the household. For, for those women who, and maybe even you have some friends you can speak on this, who don't have that good father-daughter relationship, how do you deal with those type of, those friends and those acquaintances who don't really have what you have? Yeah, I think um, one is just being supportive, right? Um, and listening and and showing empathy because I realized, like you said, not everyone comes from the household that I came from. Um, and honestly, a lot of the conversations that I have with my friends inspire me to ask my dad certain things, right? Mm -hmm. So I can listen to them and hear their stories and kind of use that to inform our shows and inform uh, the type of discussions that we have because I still want other women to hear from a father figure, even if it's not theirs. 
Um, so I, I just try to be supportive and, and understanding and use my voice to help them think through things as well. So just, just out of curiosity, and I think it may be beneficial to those listening, give me an example of some questions or some comments you may get some get from some of your girlfriends or family members or cousins who may not have that good father-daughter relationship. What, what do they inquire about your relationship um, with, with your dad? One of the main things is, is has it always been like this? <laughs> like, have we always had this transparent, uh, you know, transparent nature in our um, conversations? Or um, how honest can I actually be with him? Or what to what extent can I talk to him about my boyfriend or whatever? Um, and I think on the first piece, like I said earlier, we have always been close. Um, but I always tell my friends it's an evolution. And the more that I talk to him, the more that I understand his story, I'm able to empathize more. I'm able to understand from his point of view why he made the decisions that he made. And I think that's important to also having a good relationship with uh, a father because we have this, I we idolize them and expect them to make good decisions but reality like they were young too and they didn't always do it right um so just breaking down that wall a little bit by uh just being open and allowing him to talk and allowing him to share and um just listening i i think is is really helpful so i guess to that point you know what what has this platform specifically the girl girl talk with pops what has that revealed to you about your dad that maybe you weren't aware of even in your day-to-day conversations? I think the biggest thing that it revealed to me is his relationship with my grandparents Mm. and how that shapes the relationship we have. Uh, One of the things that he has shared is that he didn't really come from an emotional, uh, not even emotional, but expressive family. So he didn't really get hugged as a kid. (laughs) And I think that that directly impacts like his love for me and my sister. Like he wanted to be different, but I didn't know that, you know, I just got the effect of it. Um, So him, me learning about that relation, those relationships was interesting. And then the the second piece is just around the uh, details around his love life, you know, in his 20s and 30s. Um, I knew that he dated multiple people, but it's just fascinating to hear his stories and hear how, uh, they don't really change over time. Like, yeah. you know, kind of a man is a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, th- I think it's interesting because as we get older, we, we, we tend to actually come to see our parents as human beings. Yes. As opposed to just, you know, mom and dad, you know, we're growing up, we see them as mom and dad, we see them as our superheroes. But as we get older, you know, we start to see them, you know, as people, we see their flaws, we see, you know, we learn more about their experiences. So as you've learned about those, how has that impacted you? Has it given you clarity on things, better understanding on, on, you know, why and how maybe your dad was uh, in certain instances? Absolutely. Um, one of the situations that I brought up to him on our podcast is the fact that he decided to get married, like the day after my birthday, (laughs) like, how dare you? (laughs) Of course 
I didn't say that then. I was like 12. Yeah. Uh, but I felt a way. And I didn't say that, but we talked about it recently. Mm. Um, and I just learned about the predicament and the, the relationship more to understand, you know, that he was selfish and he was not mature and he wasn't necessarily putting his children first. Um, so things like that come out in the podcast for sure. Awesome. Awesome. And again, I encourage everyone to, to check out the Girl Talk with Pops podcast is a great um, platform that Brittany has with her dad. And Brittany, you know, one of the things you, you hear all the time in social media, blogs, message board is daddy issues when it comes to the father-daughter relationship. And when you hear that, how would you describe that phrase? Yeah, it's a loaded phrase. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that. Um, I think that uh, daddy issues aren't necessarily just daddy issues. They're mommy issues, they're grandma issues, they're granddad issues. The symptom of these issues can look the same, um, but the daddy issues is the word or the phrase that we've decided to coin, and it has a lot of negative connotation. Um, but one, the way that I sort of look at it is like the adverse effect or impact of not having a father or father figure around. Um, and how those issues uh, manifest and relating to the opposite sex. Mm. And that can be abandonment issues, that can be needing constant reassurance. Um, but yeah, that's like my high level. And I think it's just really important to like normalize this in a way because it's it's not necessarily uh negative per se it's just it is what it is i think we all have quote-unquote issues because nobody is perfect and everybody's relationship is different um but that's how i think about it yeah and i know i have um a lot of dads who listen to this podcast who specifically um have daughters and you know as following up on the daddy issues uh conversation um, what do you think fathers specifically miss when it comes to raising their daughters? Whew. <laughs> I got time. <laughs> I, I love uh, this question um, because it's part of the reason that I wanted to start this. I think that men get scared. I think that at some point at like 12, 13, when they realize that their daughter is becoming a teenager and then she will become a woman they are triggered and they they realize they're faced with their past and they're faced with uh the fact that they have this life and these thoughts about women that might actually manifest and they don't know what to do lean into that get uncomfortable be vulnerable and realize plus is when daughters need that male figure, that feedback most. And what happens is that you see, especially now because of social media, girl, I mean, dads are doting their daughters. They love them so much. They're so cute. And then when they get 15, it's like, that's my baby girl. But they stop talking to them. They literally stop having real conversations with them. And, and that's I think they that's should have those conversations. Right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's that's awesome. That's a great, um, <laughs> great, awesome response. Um, and, and speaking about, you know, relation with their with your, your father specifically, how has that affected or impacted you when it comes to 
men um, growing up and even now in your relationship now, how did your relationship with your dad impact what you looked for, um, how you allowed men to talk to you, treat you, etc.? Yeah, because our fathers are our first image and understanding of what a man is and what they do and how they love, um, for me, I have always felt that love. I have always felt supported, felt validated, been reassured, been affirmed. Um, and that has helped me keep standards really and and know when to or how to decipher like bs or to how to decipher love or or how to know when someone is actually for me or just trying to get one thing um so i think it's super important uh for women to have this relationship but not having the relationship um it's it's difficult because that's kind of going back to the daddy issues. That's where they come from. When you don't have uh, someone to validate you, affirm you, and your image of men comes from a missing image or a flawed image, then you start to just kind of accept that as normal if you don't have the therapy and counseling to kind of help you think through it. And your experiences, you know, at Howard and as, as a young adult, um, how have you seen the difference um trying to phrase this right have you seen the difference in maybe some of your friends dealing with relationships who don't have that male figure versus um women who have that a good relationship with their their father who know what it uh looks like to have a good male figure in their life have you seen that difference i've seen it in my family i've seen it in friends and i think the biggest way that it manifests is like low confidence Hmm. um I think that in this uh, comparing like opposite sexes and what we get from our mothers and what we get from our fathers, I think women need to be affirmed and validated by their father um, or a father figure. And that if they're not, then it just has a negative impact on how they receive or think about themselves by the other gender because the expectation is that you know, you, uh, you marry, you date and, you know, someone loves you, you receive that. But when you've never received it or you don't know what it looks like, um, or it, it comes in a negative form, you take it personal. And it's a lot of the things we deal with and get from other people. is not really about them or it's not about us. It's about them. So, so to that point, what are some things that, you know, fathers need to hear from their do- need to tell their daughters what what do girls need to hear from their dads verbally um you know starting off as a, as a young girl even in the teenage years what do daughters need to hear their dads say in terms of affirmation i love you you're the best <laughs> you're beautiful um don't take no shit basically yeah um, you know, I think there's a, a whole litany of, of affirmations just around, like, you can do it. Let's go. Um, you don't need anyone to tell you how beautiful you are. You are amazing. Uh, I, I, I think this is important because the programming is so important to like how we, live our lives, especially when you're younger. 
um, that I, it's hard to even put into words because I think it requires action and words and, and showing up and like being present because it's not just what you say is also what you do and how you back that up because you can say, I love you all day, but if you don't pick up your child, when you say you're going to do it, are they going to feel that? So what did that do for you? Um, hearing those words, feeling that love from your, from your dad, what did that do for you and your confidence? Um, as you became as your own as a woman, how did that help you? It helped me become resilient. Um, it helped me be independent. It helped me believe that I can travel the world, live 2,500 miles away from my family, um, you know, get any, get and pursue any job that I want. Um, and just this air about myself that I can do things, I can be, I can live, I can learn, I can make mistakes, I can, I can um, grow from them, I can come back from them, I don't have to be stuck, I can just, uh, I can win. Yeah, yeah. Is, is your dad a tough? You going back to the dating thing? I don't want to harp on this too much, but I think it's interesting. I love um, talking about dating, so please harp is, on it. Is is he a tough father? Like when you when you bring guys or when you when you have brought guys and introduce him uh, to your significant other, how is that going? No, he's not tough. I think he's pretty nice, uh, but I actually haven't brought a lot of guys home either. Um, we, we talked about that, uh, recently and I, like in high school, I had a boyfriend and I dated multiple people, but I think he like met one of them and in college he didn't meet anyone. And then he met my boyfriend in my twenties and he's met my boyfriend that I'm dating now. So he hasn't actually met a ton of guys. And even maybe that for me was like intentional because I didn't want to introduce anybody that like wasn't going to be around right. um, or wasn't serious about me. Awesome. Awesome. So how would you say, uh, Brittany, um, your relationship with your father has evolved from say, you know, when you talk, going back to you talked about, you know, those first conversations in college at Howard and now um, as, a, as a young adult, young woman now, how is that relationship? How does it how different does it look now compared compared to then? Now it's just so free flowing. Um, it's it's definitely better. It's more uh, trust and comfort and just ease between us. And I say that because I don't want uh, our listeners out there to think that there was no awkwardness in our relationships, right? I think there's always awkwardness because well for me he didn't live in the house with me right right? so I saw him on the weekends and there's a whole other type of relationship that I don't even know because I never lived with my father um but there in high school I was shy about talking to him about certain things um but now I'm not shy at all and I feel very comfortable talking to him about anything um so the awkwardness is gone uh, like you said earlier, we are two adults talking to each other and we can talk to each other about our experiences with honesty and love and trust um, versus like when you're younger, you are just kind of feeling like, uh, is he going to say something yeah. or is he going to be mad or, you know? Yes. Yeah, so, so as much as you are willing to share, 
what hasn't gone right and what doesn't go right and how do you handle those those conflicts uh when you guys don't see eye to eye on whatever topic that's a good question um we we can get pretty (laughs) we both can like our voices will elevate and it's just like i don't agree yeah like i think we just have learned to uh disagree and continue the conversation um yeah i think it's 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 as simple as that we haven't been like super upset with each other oh i'll tell you this one time though um it was like after a breakup and he basically wanted me to get over it and this is how men are and that's it and i was just like wait a minute yeah you are not going to tell me how to feel yeah. I am going to process this how I need to and how I want to. Yeah. And I was about 26, maybe then. And that just shut him up. He was just like, okay, <laughs> got it. <laughs> you, you got it. <laughs> very, very, very cool. So it, it seems like, you know, um, you all have a very open and, and honest relationship. And it's very transparent where you can come to him about anything and uh, vice versa. Is there anything that you're ever hesitant about approaching him? Any specific topic that, hmm, man, I don't know. I mean, I know me and my dad, you know, have a great relationship, but I don't know about talking to him about this. Yeah, let's see. Uh... Did I stump you? Yeah, you did. I don't know. But that's I have thing. to think about that. That's a good thing. You know, um, obviously, you know, the, the term girl dad has, has become a, a popular thing uh, in, in the wake of Kobe's passing last year. Um, just want to get your thoughts on that and that, that whole movement behind highlighting um, the, the father-daughter relationship. I think it's cute, but I think it's very <laughs> superficial. Okay. It kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about like zero through 10 being like cute and fun. And like, mm-hmm. this is when dads are like all in and they're like, yay, girl, dad. Yeah. But then when it's 15, when they're 15, they don't have anything to say. They like the girl, dad uh, conversation becomes daddy's little princess. And daddy is always kind of stuck in little girl mode. And little, the little girl is an adult and needs her father to say and do things differently. And he's still like trying to, you know, just pump her gas. It's like, dad, that's cool. But like, let me tell you about this other thing. Let me hear your thoughts on this other thing. So I think it's, it's cute and it's fun. And I, I just wish that, uh, you know, it, it manifests and, and continues throughout lifehood. And it's not just this, um, thing that people flaunt when their little girls are, you know, young. Interesting. You, you mentioned this a couple of times. I want to make sure that we covered it. We may have, but, you know, we've had a great conversation. So I just want to uh, address it again. You talked about, you know, the the transition from little girl, the princess to, okay, this is what I need at 15, 16. So for, for listeners of this podcast who have daughters who may be five, six, seven, what, what are they, what do they need to know as they transition to those teenage years so they won't miss what you're describing oh i think they (laughs) need to know that little boys are thinking and talking about sex earlier than 
they know. Mm. Elementary school, middle school. Yeah. Literally. Like, this is, it's like, people are oblivious or want to believe that it doesn't happen. But it is happening. And, like, the, the, um, touching the ground. Yeah. Like, to have that conversation with your daughter, know how to talk to your daughter at seven or even younger that this little boy might try to fill you up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if you can like accept that then and continue talking about it, then your daughter will know and see it coming and be able to protect herself and be able to say no and, and not be ashamed when it does happen. Or shy when it does happen. So how do you do that without making it weird? Because I know you guys talk about sex on your podcast, and it's very open conversation. Does it ever get weird? You know, and you're you're you know you're a grown woman. Yeah, I mean, I think it is awkward, sure. Um, and I, I mean, me and my dad didn't talk about sex when I was like ten. Now that I remember, yeah. so I'm saying this in retrospect as well, um, and. I think it's just a matter of normalizing it from a younger age. I don't know exactly what to say. I'm sorry, dads. <laughs> I'm just, I'm here for the inspiration. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I think it just is a matter of like normalizing it and uh, talking to a little girl in, um, in boys, but little girls, especially in like normal terms, instead of like, did anybody touch your cookie jar? Like, no, that's no. The fact that we even mask it and and make it into this little cute thing, it. So it's, use real words. Use real words yeah. so that the the that everyone around knows that when something happens, not just like oh somebody went into my cookie jar. Like, yeah. huh? Yeah. Somebody, everyone might not understand that. Awesome. That's, that's a great advice. A couple more questions for you, Brittany, and then we'll, we'll wrap up. I appreciate you coming on. Um, one of the things I've talked about on this podcast a few times is, is forgiveness. And um, specifically to this conversation about the father-daughter relationship, and it, it pertains to just, you know, father's relationships with you know, whether their sons too. But um, in, in your experiences, I know some of my friends who I talk to, some family members who have those quote-unquote daddy issues. It's a struggle for them to forgive and let go and move on uh, and I'm, I'm sure you've encountered that too with some of your friends so how do you how do people and specifically for this conversation how do daughters forgive their dad for whatever Ooh, that's good jamar um <laughs> i'm glad you asked that because i think that forgiveness is huge and i think that um one of the first steps is removing the expectations and the unreal, the unrealistic or um, high expectations that one might have of their parents. Um, like we said earlier, I think it requires a person to realize that first realize and accept that my, my, my mother or father was flawed. Like they were literally just a flawed human being and they came from a family of negative conditioning or they had negative conditioning. And that's just what it is. Like accepting the situation for what it is, is like 
step number one. Um, because that, when you do that, you, I think you're able to, to, to take a step back and not be, not take it so personal. Um, especially when there's like substance abuse or the parent was abused and you don't know about it. The parents, like you said, they live, they live a whole nother life that you don't know about. So if you are not getting that information, then you can pretty much assume that something happened that you don't know about. If you kind of take it from that standpoint or that viewpoint, then you can hopefully have more empathy and hopefully have more understanding and instead of just um, digging into the fact that they didn't do something right for you. There are probably other parts of their lives where they didn't do something right. And yes, they decided to have a child and you are, you know, you're kind of receive on the receiving end of that. Uh, but thinking about it holistically, I think is important to just understand like my parent or my dad came from or uh, experienced some really messed up stuff. And I'm grateful that I'm here and I'm curious about what they went through. And I want to learn more so that I can become more forgiving and understanding. Um, but I also think it's especially for adults that are going down this path, we have to accept that it's a part of, there are parts of us that, that we need to mother and father, like our inner child. And that is okay. Like you have to heal yourself. You can't expect your parents to necessarily like fix their problems and then therefore make your life easier, especially when you're an adult. Great. Let's just wrap it up on with this question, Brittany. You know, obviously, again, thank you so much for, for coming on today. And it's clear that you and your dad have a great relationship. Um, it's evident, again, in, in your, your, your podcast. But, you know, everyone is not going to have that, even if they try to attempt in their, in their later, later years to, to repair some of those wounds. Um, but it's not going to happen for everyone. So, you know, what's the best advice you can give someone, um, women, men, who don't have a good relationship with their dad, how can they protect themselves emotionally and mentally um, from that missing piece in their life? And just to clarify, protect themselves from the... The, the hurt that they may feel. Any, the hurt. Any, any, anything that they may feel because of that missing yeah. relationship that they so desire. Yeah, I think um, one of the biggest things is just how someone treats you is more about them than it is you and to not take it uh which i know is hard to to not kind of be down on yourself um not to you're not the problem you didn't you know like they say you you didn't actually be born and you didn't actually come into this situation um but i think that this is where like journaling reflecting and understanding more about your triggers and why you feel the way you feel is like super important but i think it goes back to the earlier point of like learning your inner child and learning how to mother and father yourself when you are not getting that from your mother and father, which is definitely possible. Um, yeah, I think that's like the, the biggest thing uh, that I've learned, especially in talking to like uh, counselors and therapists about this, this, this topic. 
awesome. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for joining me on the Father Podcast. I really appreciate you. Before you, we we uh, let you go. Tell our listeners where they can find your show, where they can reach you on social media, everything they need to know about you. Absolutely. I hope y'all take a listen to Girl Talk with Pops. You can uh, follow us on Instagram at Girl Talk with Pops. You can check out our website, www.girltalkwithpops.com. And uh, we're also on Facebook. And the podcast is available on all major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, what is uh, Google Podcasts, uh, all iHeartRadio, I all of the major joints. Awesome. Brittany, thank you so much for joining me on the Fatherhood Podcast. Thank you, Jamar. I had so much fun. You too. Take care. I want to thank Brittany for joining me today on the podcast. And as always, thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the Fatherhood Podcast on all major DSPs, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. On social media, be sure to like the Fatherhood Podcast page on Facebook and follow Fatherhood Podcast on Instagram at the Fatherhood Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and more, be sure to leave a rating and review. Until next time, I'm Jamar Hudson, and this is a Fatherhood Podcast.